as to be expected every single offseason, is filled with trade ideas, some from fans, from some from outlets. And today, we got three trade targets from Bleacher Report that we're going to talk about and break down. We're going to get into all that plus more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. If you want to follow me right off the top, you can do so at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H A I Z E. If you want to follow the channel, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform that we are on. But let's get into it. So, as comes every single offseason, there's trade targets. Some comes from you guys with your uh, trade machine screenshot. Shout out to you guys on that. Some come from outlets and and, and pundits like ESPN and things like that. And then we always have the ones from Bleacher Report, which they're good at for every couple of weeks coming out with a new trade scenario, free agent scenario, something like that. And they have three in what they're calling realistic trade targets for the Chicago Bulls in this offseason. And the first one they have on this list is Kyle Anderson. Now, this is a player that we have mentioned here prior before. I do think when you look at what he uh, what his contract is at $9 million, he does, he can, you know, the, the the Bears, the Bears, the Bulls can absolutely, you know, try to, it'll take some maneuvering, right? It'll, it'll take some moving of some contracts and some combining other players. And while I do want to say in this, like, we really don't know what position AK has on some of these players, right? Is he more likely wanting to add to the team, which means they're probably just going to use the mid-level exception, the biannual exception, or is he going to be willing to move some of the contracts on this team to bring in some other talent? Now, with a a, a contract like $9 million with Kyle Anderson, you're looking at maybe moving to Alice Crusoe, um, you know, maybe packaging uh, uh, Andre Drummond and and Derrick Jones Jr. in a case like that, right? We don't really have... um, a lot of a lot of contracts that you that you can look at moving. When you look at the fact that even if you do move Kobe White in the trade, right, which we'll talk about in some of these other other deals. Keep in mind when a player's in restricted free agency, only half their base level compensation counts towards the trade. So, for example, if Kobe White was to sign a deal with the Chicago Bulls for about nine million dollars, I mean, no, let's be more realistic. About fourteen million dollars. Only seven of that will count towards salary matching. Uh, with with the other team if they do a sign and trade. So keep that in mind as we're talking through that because the, the, the Bulls' trade assets and values and things like that are, are kind of weird unless they're moving one of the, the, the big three. But Kyle Anderson brings in a player that's just efficient in what he does. He does not do a lot, right? He doesn't do a lot of scoring. He's solid defensively but not amazing. Um, But and, but he's smart, right? He's 6'9", 230 pounds. Uh, he came in the league as a point guard. He plays more than that now. Um, you know, he, he, he shot the ball really well, over 50% from the field he was, but he only scored 9.4 points per game, 5.3 rebounds, and 4.9 assists per game. Now, that's solid as a bench piece, right? Let me be clear, especially if you are moving Kobe White into the starting lineup, you, you bring in somebody like that, it's solid. You, you, can, you can have some things go through him. He isn't, he's not passive like Pat, but he also just, he kind of just takes what the defense gives him. So, again, this, this is a player that is cool. He under, He's a smart defender, not by any stretch of the imagination a lockdown defender or anything like that, but he can guard a few positions on the court and can be pretty solid in them. Again, not necessarily the worst trade target for the Chicago Bulls in this list and not one that I'm necessarily mad at. The next one up is Dorian Finney-Smith, 6'9", 
220 pounds. His contract, though, $14.3 million. So that, 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 that's a little bit difficult for the Bulls to match, right? Now they can. It's, it's not the, the fact that it's just impossible for the Bulls to match a salary at that. It's just, are you going to be willing to give up the talent that you would have to give up to, to bring him to this team, right? That's the biggest question in this, right? We don't really know yet how AK is evaluating this talent. Now, I'm, they're not including Patrick Williams in a deal like this. I doubt they include Alex Caruso. Don't even know if the Nets would even be interested in that. So you're still look, then looking at Kobe White, who's a free agent. You're looking at combining maybe Derrick Jones Jr. Um, uh, I, I don't even know. We Like, we don't have a lot of high-level salary, even if you throw in Marco Simonovic, but that doesn't get you anywhere close. So you're looking at just by matching that salary, you're probably looking at either trying to factor in a signing trade with Vooch or, or uh, Kobe White or moving Alex Cruz. And I just don't know if Dorian Finney-Smith is the level of player that they'll be willing to do that at. And Dorian Finney-Smith, another player that's solid in some areas. But again, he doesn't bring what Alex Caruso does, even at Alex Caruso being much shorter than him. You know, Dorian Finney-Smith, eight points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 1.5 assists, a 39% shooting from the field. That's nothing amazing. Let me be clear here. That is nothing amazing. Now, he did play 66 games the season between Dallas and, um, <clears throat> and the Brooklyn Nets. He's a very solid defensive piece. I, I guarantee you the Dallas Mavericks wish they would have kept him in that Kyrie trade if possible just to add some defense to that team. And, of course, there, if you look at, like, hey, Caruso doesn't give us much scoring. If we did include Caruso, at least we're getting a big, a player that's more likely to play, be able to play the power forward and still be solid defensively there. It's not the passer, not uh, good at, at deflections and, and forcing turnovers like Caruso. But again, you're looking at changing some things. Uh, uh, not really a threat to to stretch the floor either. But again, if you're talking about replacing him with Caruso, he's a he, last season he shot about between the two teams about 33%, taking about four and a half three pointers per game, which isn't bad, especially not as a big. It isn't bad. He's, he can hit a wide open three point shot. Is basically what that means. So again. A realistic target, yes, in the sense that I can understand the fit. But getting there to making that deal happen, that may be a little bit more difficult for the Chicago Bulls than this next one. This is the one where I'm willing. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boost. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. If it's Alice Caruso, you got to throw in. You got to throw in Caruso and uh, uh, Derrick Jones Jr. You do it because it's a position of need, especially even if you do re-sign Kobe White or even if you can work it out in the signing trade, and that's Tyus Jones. Now, I'm very high on his brother. Um, I, I love his brother. I love Trey Jones, and I would love the Bulls to be able to bring him in. But when you look at Tyus Jones, a, a younger player, 26 years old, kind of fits that timeline. His contract's $14 million, though, 10.3 uh, points per game, 2.5 uh, rebounds per game, 5.2 assists per game. I just like his ability to fit in on, with other high-level players. Again, 
a back a roll himself uh, in this season. But again, always finding a way to be effective. He's only six foot, 196 pounds, so there's some issues there. But you saw, even saw when Ja was out, how he stepped in and was able to keep that offense going. Now, they had other scores that stepped up as well. He didn't take on the scoring load, but he is able to manage and run an offense. Tyus Jones is a smart player, much like his brother Trey, who knows how to just operate in the offense. He knows how to pick his spots. He's also going to shoot the ball pretty efficiently from from um from from two-point range and from threes. Okay. Uh 37%. He's a career 35% shooter from three-point range. So again, not amazing or a locked or knocked out shooter or anything like that, but he does enough well shooting-wise, especially by the nature of some open shots. You can expect him to be more aggressive than what uh Io DeSumo was at that point guard position. And maybe, even just maybe. The the you can it's uh, uh, Iota Sumo sign and trade you can work out to try to bring in Tyus Jones here now that would mean that we have to also include other pieces because I, I they're not going to sign Iota Sumo to a contract at that level but again that team already knows they're not bringing Dylan Brooks back so they're looking they're going to probably be looking to do some other things could you entice them with a Derrick Jones Jr. to come in and do some things for them compared with some other players again a solid realistic trade from, from target from Bleacher Report. Just the, 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 the finite details of how you get there to match that salary is the biggest question there. But, hey, if the Bulls are motivated, if they have Tyus as their guy, they can find a way to do it. It just is. Now, those are the three trade targets that were presented, again, by Bleacher Report, realistic trade targets. And, again, like I said, not necessarily the worst trade targets that I, that I have that I've seen. It, it's not. Um, it's just you – know, and even in this article, they didn't, like, present the trade or how it would work. They kind of just presented the trade targets, which I always feel like is kind of a cop-out. That's why I added in salaries and things like that, because you can just say, hey, the Bulls should go out and trade that guy, right? That's easy. We do that every single day. Like, it would be nice for the Bulls to go out and get this guy, but it could, be, it could prove a little bit more difficult than that when you actually get to matching salaries and looking at uh, how the salaries of the Chicago Bulls break down. Now, another trade that was presented, this one actually did not come from a Bleacher Report. This one came from Sataya uh, DeMarju over on Pimpin' Ain't Easy. Um, and he presented this. The Bulls send out DeMar DeRozan to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Jared Allen and Isaac Okoro. And here's what I'm going to tell you on that. If the Cavs are stupid enough to do that deal, you do it and you take run you run to the, to the, to the highway because you just committed highway robbery. You committed high. If the Cleveland Cavaliers, who, yeah, didn't get as far in the playoffs as what they would have hoped for, they, they, they had a really great season. Maybe they do think, hey, we just need more scoring. But if they're willing to give up a young stud in Jared Allen for, for DeMar DeRozan, hey, you take that deal and you run. You, you've just committed highway robbery. Highway robbery because you're bringing in a young Ford, yes, with a high contract, but a younger player, a defensive anchor that you need, right? When we talk about this also replaces Vooch. This also makes Vooch. You don't re-sign Vooch in a case like this. If you get Jared Allen in a deal for DeMar DeRozan, you don't worry about re-signing uh, Nikola Vucevic. You allocate those assets to other places, and I even think that would make even a, a little bit better for Patrick Williams in that starting lineup if he does make his way back in there. But again, this is one of those deals that I looked at and said, you just didn't care about realism at all, huh? Like, I, I, I know that the Cleveland Cavaliers' season ended disappointingly. I understand that they may be looking to continually add to their roster so they can keep getting as close as possible. But when you look at bringing in a defensive stud, and yes, Evan Mobley has absolutely continued to develop, and he looks like he's going to be great. But the Cleveland Cavaliers, as much as I hate to admit it, could have 
the best front court in the NBA when it's all said and done by keeping Mobley and Jared Allen together. Now, one could say as well, with the new um, the new CBA and how it's changed the salary cap structure and how much more uh, hurtful it is to teams to, to really go over into the luxury tax and you want to spend your money a little bit more smartly, maybe you could say or talk yourself into, well, maybe they don't want to spend that much money on bigs. But even then, I'm still saying you don't trade Jared Allen, a young player that still has so much left in the tank for a, a DeMar DeRozan that only has one year left on his contract and is about to be 34 years old. But if you want to, we'll take him. We'll absolutely take him. If you want him, go ahead, man. Send us Jared Allen. But again, not a deal that I think is too realistic if I'm just being honest there. But enough of me. Let me know what you guys think down below. I also want to hear some of your trade targets for the Chicago Bulls this offseason. If you're on the podcast side, I'll tell you how to get that into me here in a second. But make sure you guys sound off as well. Let's see what gets done. The newly extended Arturis Karnashova has to get to work this offseason. Let's see how he gets to work. But if you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bull Central Pod on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. It's about to be a dark off season, man. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.